Freakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freakin' Our Week in Review on WAYOLB Freakin' Rochester. Today is gonna be a great freaking show. My name is Freakin' Taylor, the Freakin' Sandman, Freakin' Lofton. With me, as always, to my freaking left, coming via satellite Freakin' New York, we have Doug Jordan. Then we have Freakin' Sandy the Sandman, Freakin' Farkas, and bringing up the rear, Tadia Freakin' Richards. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, and the Freakin' Panel. Start your Freakin' Engines. This is our Week in Freakin' Review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, geez louise, down on my knees. We have much to talk about this week. Quarantine, it doesn't matter, it might as well be year number three. That's how long it feels. I have played with myself until it is raw down to the bone. Weakers and tweakers. Red, raw, chapped. I can't imagine what a saltwater bath would do to me right now. My eyes would bulge through my heads, my lips pursed tightly, and my teeth chattering in the back of my head. That's how I'm feeling, how you doing? Either way, geez louise, down on my knees, we got a great freaking show for you, but before we get into anything, we have something very big to talk about. Because at the end of last week's episode, we went on a freaking extravaganza, and we went to hold a freaking candlelight visual for, yep, you freaking guessed it, the rebounding and recovering freaking Sunjay. Doug Jordan's lover, the co-host of his show, and his boyfriend, and the man that he loves, and the man we all freaking love, and God bless him. And we stood out there, candle in hand, Sandy Farkas, myself, Doug Jordan. We brought along freaking Doug Jr. We brought along the freaking two dogs, Doug's dog, the freaking terrible little freaking half-dead, half-mummy dog, and then Sandy's dog, freaking Daniel. And we stood there, candle in hand. And I suggested that we sing a song. And the only song that we all knew that we could all sing were Christmas songs. And we stood there and geez louise down on my knees, someone started passing around a bottle of brown. I think it was Sandy. And it turned into quite a freaking festive event. Actually, Doug Jordan has quite the freaking sound system on his freaking vehicle. And it ended up just turning into a freaking karaoke barbecue right in the front lawn of freaking Sunjay's freaking house once these guys had started having a few sips of the freaking old brown, if you know what I freaking mean. So geez louise down on my knees, how is the freaking panel doing? Jump in whenever you'd like to. Uh, I, I will say, though, we, we showed up there with the idea of a candlelight vigil, though he wasn't dying or dead or, you know, he, he had the disease and he got over it. But, you know, we showed up there and I said, hey, well, what are we doing? What are we doing here? And then all of a sudden it turns into this freaking great party. And, and I ended up having uh, more fun than I've had in, in freaking weeks. So it was a, it was a good time. It was a great time uh, from me. Yeah. And the, even the freaking clock showed up and Sandy, the Sandman Farkas can shed some freaking light on how that happened. Sandy. Uh, yeah, it was really pretty easy. I suggested maybe we should freaking bring the clock and next thing you know there we were freaking drunk as the diggins loading it up into the freaking truck yeah and though we didn't necessarily see a man inside that clock there was scurrying about during the party and by the end of the night we all knew someone had been there and yep you freaking guessed it little freaking larry and weakers and tweakers might think freaking tadia risher was left out but he wasn't we got a satellite freaking uplink, brought a freaking one of Doug's freaking numerous freaking laptops, microphones, and connected it to the freaking sound system to his truck fairly freaking easily. And he was there in spirit. And he did a freaking live show for us. And thank God I finally saw one. Yeah, what'd you think? It was absolutely amazing. 
and sexual. And Jeez Louise Down on My Knees, it's one of those things you see and you wish you never saw it, but you can't stop replaying it in your head from beginning to end. And I go to bed, instead of counting sheep like I often do, or counting the nipples on cows, now I'm freaking counting the Tadia Richer's thrusts until explosion. And you seem, you seem to be having quite a good time, Tadia, and you seem to be freaking drunk, like the rest of us except me, because I was the designated person that didn't drive. Doug actually drove back drunk. Oh, the, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Well, to answer your freaking question, if it was a freaking question, I was very drunk, and I was also very high. Uh, it was one of the greatest times I've ever had in my life. I wish it could have been in person, but, uh, you know, I got to stay here. I got to hold down the fort. And the surprising thing about it all was that we did end up eating some barbecue. Sunjay watched on from his living room window and it seemed to brighten his spirits. And then I look over at freaking Tadia freaking Risher on the freaking laptop satellite uplink and geez Louise down on my knees, he had barbecue too. And it was all over him, covered head to toe. Yeah, that was just very uh, convenient. It was a happy surprise that you guys ended up having a barbecue because I was using barbecue in my freaking show anyway. Absolutely freaking hilarious. So geez Louise, it was a freaking absolutely epic freaking party. We had a great freaking time. Sunjay couldn't really participate. His family also watched on, which uh, as Weakers and Tweakers, our freaking barbecues tend to get a little PG-13, if you freaking know what I mean. And this one with freaking Tadia Richards watching on from Satellite New York got a little bit X-rated. But geez Louise, it was a great freaking time. So now that we've gone over that without further freaking ado, Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? Uh, yeah. I wish that you would stop asking me if I was every week because I'm always going to say uh, I don't want to talk about it on the, on the radio. Yeah. Other than that, I've been doing okay. Could be better. Uh, as as Weakers and Tweakers know, last week I, I announced that I had been working on uh, some model cars uh, in my shed. I had a couple, uh, you know, I had a Mustang, I had a Corvette, I, I had a couple really cool ones that I hand-painted and put together. And when I went out to my shed uh, the other night to, to build a, a new car I've been working on, I had seen that a bunch of my cars had been uh, smashed so I'm, I'm not too happy about that. I put a lot of time and, and work into that, and, and now I got to try to put them back together and redo the paint on it, and, and I'm just not too happy about that. Is it possible that maybe a couple of mice got into the driver's seat and drove them into each other and they caused a freaking car crash, like a la freaking Stuart Little? Uh, though I do love Stuart Little, uh, I think it's a fantastic film. No, I, I don't think that two Stuart Littles got into the cars a- and crashed them. So then what is your explanation? Well, I, I do have a couple of house guests staying in my garage. Doug, uh, Doug, Doug I want to I just want to stop you right there. Uh, press pause on what you're saying. Uh, I want to go ahead and cast my freaking vote. Um, I have a feeling it was freaking two Stuart Littles who freaking gotten gotten to the freaking two driver's seats of those model cars, and well, I don't know, maybe wound up, maybe had a little too much to drink, wound up freaking crashing into each other. I mean, there is, a, there must have been a quite a bit of alcohol left over from the freaking barbecue. Is it possible that the freaking mice in your house got freaking drunk and played with themselves in the car, revving each other's engines, as as it were, and then crashed into each other? Yeah, no, I I don't think that's very likely. I mean, these, well, these... Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Doug, you got to shut up. I'm going to go ahead and put a pin in that right now as well. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that there being a, a lot of alcohol left over because um, as, it, as it were, uh, there actually was no alcohol left over from that freaking party. Because I got to tell you, when I got home uh, and I was freaking drunk as a dickens, just wanted to fall asleep. And freaking little Larry freaking banging around on that freaking clock, I, I, I was so fed up with him. I ended up just opening the door to the clock and throwing every last bottle of freaking booze in there with him. And I shut the door freaking closed and I went about my freaking merry way. Uh, went to go finally freaking take a little 
snooze, not freaking three hours later. He freaking wakes me up, freaking drunk as a freaking Dickens, freaking completely butt ass, freaking naked. Uh, and I and I and I just freaking had it with him. And like a freaking uh, flash of uh, freaking light, I saw the freaking solution. Uh, something I did in my freaking past once upon a time. I, I freaking scooped up little Larry and freaking walked out, opened the door to the freaking garage, plopped him out there right in the backyard, and freaking slammed the door shut, and freaking locked it right then and there. Haven't seen him since. I mean, so you're saying that you you kicked little Larry out, and and now he's terrorizing my freaking toy cars. Butt naked, yeah. So quite possibly there is a teeny tiny little m- absolutely insane, out of his gourd, crazy, scurrying around the streets of your quiet cul-de-sac neighborhood, naked, destroying cars, perhaps, if it wasn't the mice, Stuart Little and Stuart Jr. And I'm going to go ahead and throw my hat in the ring, too, and just say that, Doug, I think it's possible that what happened to your model cars is two freaking Stuart Littles, two little freaking mice, probably got a little too drunk and crashed them together. That's what I think, too. But, geez, Louise, down on my knees, Doug Jordan, you know what you do when you fail, when you fall off of that freaking horse. You freaking take your freaking trousers off, because they're just getting in the way anyhow. You take your shirt off, you climb onto that freaking horse, completely bareback. Both you and the horse are bareback, if you know what I mean. And you freaking wring your freaking fingers and arms together and lock around that freaking horse. And you hold on and ride that thing into the cold, dark night. So I'm sure you'll make more freaking cars, or you'll glue the cars that are destroyed back together. And I would love to see your collection, and one day when we get that freaking blog going, we're gonna have Doug Jordan's freaking teeny tiny mouse collectible freaking cars up there for everyone to see and i'm sure nobody will be disappointed but geez louise we've gone on long enough with the saga and tales of freaking bland doug jordan god bless you and i love you but tadia freaking risher how you freaking doing how you freaking been and how freaking are you uh thank you for asking for the first time in weeks i feel like i'm doing great i've been great and uh i'm so 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 freaking and, and, and you'd think that with nothing to do in this house but just freaking play with myself, I'd get less horny. It's not the case. It's the opposite. I'm getting somehow stronger, more horny, probably horny than Doug Jordan, but I wouldn't go that far. But yeah, things have been going great here. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I mentioned that um, my uh, my freaking boss slash security guard slash landlord freaking Rick ate a brownie. And normally I wouldn't tell you what was in that freaking brownie. But because we're on the radio and it's inadmissible as evidence, I'll just tell you it's freaking poison. And he got really sick and he's just been vomiting all over the place. And people think he's got the COVID-19. And that's not the case. He ate freaking poison and he's going to die soon. And I can tell. And, they, and when that moment comes i'm gonna freaking take over this house i'm gonna become the freaking landlord boss security guard and all these freaking guys in here who have been nothing but a pain in my ass for the last couple of months they're all gonna owe me freaking money or else they're gonna get thrown out the window absolutely freaking hilarious and geez louise down on my knees i saw the title of a movie on netflix years ago called a freaking van hella rising and geez louise down on my knees it is from what i understand basically about a guy living in a freaking sex dungeon house of self-freaking prostitution who poisons the pimp and rises up from that of a featured player on a freaking webcam series to that of a freaking pimp godfather that runs the freaking show and geez louise down on my knees the very same thing is happening before my eyes tadia freaking risher tadia freaking rising god bless you i am so freaking excited for you and And I'm so freaking proud of you and and God bless you and I love you. And we all love you. The great things that you have accomplished since joining this freaking show. Just out of this freaking world. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. And uh, to answer your question, I give Van Hanna Rising uh, six stars. Nice. 
Very good. Now, geez louise down on my knees, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? And God bless you. Uh, no, thank you. And also, and, uh, and unto you as well. Uh, all freaking blessings aside, uh, I'm freaking doing well. Uh, I'm bringing, uh, I'm bringing counting my freaking blessings uh, every freaking morning, uh, freaking freaking breakfast, lunch, and freaking dinner, uh, it feels like. Uh, and, ble- and bless you for asking. Uh, and I'm yeah. Um, Dickens. What was the question? I'm sorry. I just wanted to know what you were up to, and maybe you had a yarn to spin us, a story to tell. Uh, yeah, I would love to freaking mention uh, uh, another freaking wonderful, successful freaking barbecue. Uh, it was, it's always great to see freaking uh, freaking Doug freaking cut loose, uh, which he did freaking uh, freaking full, pretty much freaking full throttle that freaking night. Uh, and it was great to freaking finally have a face to put to the freaking voice for freaking Taylor you Richard, though you guys continue to say that I've met him countless times. I feel as if that isn't correct. Uh, it was a great freaking party. I uh, learned a lot about myself and, and all you guys. And, uh, and yeah, man, man, I had, and little Larry, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's unfortunate I had to go that way, but I just, I just simply had enough. And, you know. The one thing I'm worried about is is that little Larry, though he doesn't seem to have a thought in his head, and I know he doesn't have a rational thought in his head, he might be out for freaking vengeance. And I have not seen him in his most vengeful moments, but there is a reason he is living in a group home for the criminally insane, and I just, I just hope he isn't capable of the things that they've always said he's capable of. Vile things. Yeah, uh, the only thing I'm freaking worried about is, um, I think I've briefly mentioned uh, before that the grandfather clock hasn't freaking worked uh, basically since it's been in, the, in my freaking possession. Uh, I don't know if it freaking worked before that, but um, oh boy, oh boy. The morning after I freaking kicked freaking little Larry to the curb, those chimes started freaking ringing at freaking 6 o'clock a.m. on the freaking dot. And I went and I couldn't, I tried to freaking stop the bells from freaking clanging together, and I was grabbing the bells, and I was freaking drunk, still freaking drunk as so the freaking Dickens. And right then and there, I freaking caught a glimpse up freaking Doug's freaking garage freaking window. And what, what did I see? Freaking little freaking butt ass freaking little Larry freaking crawling out of freaking Doug's freaking shed, staring at me dead in the freaking eyes, freaking playing with himself. And I didn't want to freaking mention this earlier uh, because I don't want to freaking, you know, um, uh, alter the freaking spotlight from what really was probably going on freaking here. Just two little freaking, uh, freaking Stuart Littles maybe got a little, had a little too much freaking drink and got behind the wheels of these freaking model cars and freaking crashed into each other. No. The thing is, and there's a saying for this, it's, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm butchering this, please, um, but I believe it is the, geez louise, down on my knees, there, it, whatever can go wrong may go wrong, whatever, the easiest, the most easy solution, the most obvious solution is usually the one uh, which is the result of, what I'm basically saying is Stuart freaking Littles got into your freaking cars and destroyed them, and God bless you, and God bless them, and if, I wish you had surveillance cameras, because geez louise, down on my knees, we could put that on the freaking online and get a million freaking Googles. And we'd have a million freaking dollars in Bitcoin, which then we could buy drugs I, I, and we could I'm, buy I'm freaking prostitutes. Like to chime in here. It, it really does seem like it was freaking Little Larry if you said you saw him crawling out of my shed freaking butt-ass naked. Uh, it, it doesn't seem plausible that two Stuart Littles got into the cars and crashed into each other, especially when you, when you saw him at the freaking scene of the crime. Yeah, he's playing with himself, too. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't glue you found on the cars. Maybe that was another substance that is also sticky, that is also white, and that is also sometimes clear. 
Either way, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking news, views, discussions. We got a new freaking ongoing segment coming up at the end. So, geez Louise, down to my knees. If you want to call in, call 513-914-6201. That's the R Week hotline. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what we're doing right. You also might get put on blast, but you also might get a freaking prize or two. So without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, actor Tom Hanks announced that he and his wife, Rita Wilson, will be donating their blood to aid in the development of a coronavirus vaccine, according to Variety. The Joe vs. the Volcano star contracted the virus while filming the for Baz Luhrmann's Elvis Presley biopic in Australia. After recovering, the Hollywood couple returned to their palatial Los Angeles estate and have since become spokespersons for the pandemic relief. Hanks told listeners on NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me that he and Wilson have been donating their blood and plasma for research teams. Quote, we just found out that we do carry the antibodies, he said. We have not only been approached, we have said, do you want our blood? We can give plasma. Uh, Hanks has assured fans repeatedly that he and Wilson are feeling, quote, just fine after their bout with COVID-19. So, geez louise, down on my knees, there's a whole freaking list of freaking problems that could arise from famous Tom Hanks donating his plasma. Tadia Risher, why don't you go ahead and freaking maybe identify the first thing that comes to your mind in terms of risks that we might face with freaking Hanks donating blood. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is obviously um, I don't think he's allowed to freaking give blood because uh, in the movie Philadelphia, he had freaking AIDS. Yeah. So, geez louise, down on my knees. And that's one virus that you can't get with the COVID-19. Maybe that's why it hasn't killed him. Right. Another, yeah, and not to mention whatever was freaking wrong with him in freaking Forrest Gump. Yeah, and whatever was wrong with him in Forrest Gump might be a bloodborne pathogen. Maybe if you took his blood from Forrest Gump, you'd be able to run fast, but maybe you wouldn't be able to think so good either. And your decisions would be affected by your brain power and by what you thought and what you saw in front of you because geez louise down on my knees he made some interesting freaking choices in that freaking movie and in that movie i'm pretty sure he had sex with a woman with hiv as well so that's two strikes and then in the movie castaway he also had sex with a freaking hiv volleyball uh, I mean, and these freaking, I mean, these things are, these are all freaking sexually freaking transmitted. So I don't know what we're doing freaking collecting this guy's freaking plasma either, which as we all know is a freaking other word for um, freaking s***. Yeah. And that's why he was so eager to donate. Well, uh, okay. I just want to clarify something here. Tom Hanks is an actor and, and though he played characters uh, like in Philadelphia that, that had AIDS and apparently had sex in all those movies with people with HIV, one of which being a volleyball, uh, I don't think that he actually uh, has it in real life. Well, what about this freaking Doug? What about the freaking movie Big? And let's say a 90-year-old person freaking takes freaking Tom Hanks from Big's freaking blood and then freaking five seconds later they're 190 and they've grown up and they're withering it before your eyes deteriorating like the scene in freaking the last crusade freaking indiana freaking jones drink the water from the wrong cup if you know what i freaking mean doug jordan if it were up to you we would all have that freaking disease and then you would be the only young one uh no i would i wouldn't wish that everybody got this big disease and everybody died but again i want to clarify that that was a fictional movie and tom hanks didn't turn from child to adult from wishing on a on a machine He's a method actor, Doug. So you don't actually think that he had sex with a volleyball? I saw the freaking movie and he, he, he had sex with it. Yeah, there are several scenes where he is freaking winking at that volleyball in a knowing glance. 
I, 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 you know, it's been years since I've seen the movie. I, I don't recall a, a sex scene between him, him and the volleyball, but uh, I, I guess I wouldn't be surprised. They threw it in there. It's freaking Oscar bait, Doug. Last week, a Florida man was arrested after security discovered him camping in the Walt Disney World's Discovery Island, according to WKMG News 6. Although Disney World has been closed to the public for over a month and a half, Orange County deputies were called to the Orlando, Florida location after park security found a man living on the premises. Police were able to capture 42-year-old Richard McGuire after deploying a search team that included boat and helicopter. McGuire told officers that he didn't hear the loudspeaker that the park's authorities were using to address him because he was inside one of the buildings located on the island, which he referred to as, quote, a tropical paradise. Discovery Island, which was originally developed as a zoological theme park, was replaced by Disney's Animal Kingdom and has been closed since 1999. So, geez louise down on my knees. This guy, it takes advantage when advantage is there to be freaking took. And God bless him. And Doug Jordan, doesn't this sound like a paradise to you? Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, if I didn't have anything, if I, if I didn't have a family or, or, a, or a son uh, or a wife or a, a man living in my garage, I would definitely move uh, and, and camp out on the abandoned grounds of freaking Disney World in a tent. Uh, I would totally do that because that sounds like a freaking paradise. Because of all the freaking animals. Oh, well, no, I wasn't saying that. It, it just, you know, it's Florida, it's warm down there, and, and it's it's an abandoned amusement park. So it'd be fun. I think it'd Wait be fun. Wait Doug, did you just admit to having a man that lives under your bed? You said you, said you have a, a wife and a son and a, and a man who lives under your bed. No, I didn't say a man that lives. I said a man that, that lives in my garage. I didn't say a man that lives under my Jesus. bed. Christ, look, you got him. You got him freaking bunking up with me, and I don't even freaking know it. He's living under my freaking bed. I mean, you had a man that lived in in a grandfather clock next to you that that you would wake up with him freaking humping you. So I mean, I I don't have a freaking man under my bed. If anything, that what what you are were dealing with is freaking crazier than than me than you guys thinking I have a freaking man under my bed. For weakers and tweakers, I do want to tell a short blurb about freaking Sandy the Sandman Farkas. He has bunked up with me on occasion on nights where he was very freaking drunk and in the middle of the night i awoke to a terrifying sound a blood curdling sound an angry sound and i looked over and sandy was dead asleep with the world's biggest buck knife in his hand stabbing the freaking cot he laid upon and if there is a man underneath your bed god bless you but i don't think that he is a living man any longer because sandy the sandman farkas's night terrors are that of legend we should go back under the bed with you probably yeah and back into that box because you don't want him getting out into the streets or into the public where he can tell the tale of the life he's led under your care and under your evil eye Last week, Marshall Mathers, a.k.a. Eminem, made headlines after an intruder broke into the rapper's home and demanded to meet the 47-year-old artist, according to Yahoo Celebrity. The intruder, 27-year-old Matthew David Hughes, broke into Mathers' home using a paving stone to break through the kitchen window. According to the original report by TMC, the rapper was sleeping during the break-in. Initial reports claim that Mathers woke at the sound of his home alarm system and called for security, but a contradictory story reported by XXL has Mathers detaining Hughes himself until police arrived. Hughes was arrested and charged with first-degree home invasion and malicious destruction of a building. So, geez louise down on my knees, this is 
a situation that I'm sure we all saw coming because it was written about in a song written by freaking Marshall Mathers and freaking self, Eminem. And the song's called Stan. And the song Stan for Weakers and Tweakers that don't know what it's about is about a freaking guy who's in love with freaking Marshall Mathers. And because of that, he thinks he can be a rapper too. And he writes a very freaking eloquent letter to Marshall Mathers that Marshall Mathers then reads and becomes a number one hit. But unfortunately, he also takes his freaking child, his unborn child, uh, in inside of the wife, inside of the girlfriend that he loves, and stuffs it in a trunk and drives it into the water, killing him, his girlfriend, and the unborn child. It's absolutely freaking hilarious. Uh, does anybody else have a freaking personal connection to the song Freaking Stan, or maybe Eminem at freaking that? Uh, I, yeah, I've actually, I have a deep connection with that song because, and I didn't want to freaking talk about this on the radio, but, you know, that's where we are. I write to Eminem every freaking day, and that's not a joke. I, that Stan song, pure coincidence, I write to Eminem every single freaking day, and I have not received one letter from that guy and i swear to god if he if he's got the freaking time to beat up people and meet them when they break into his house i'm just gonna freaking do it soon i'm just gonna freaking break into his house yeah i just want to meet him what do you say in your letters what kind of things do you write to him about well the first thing i do is i send him i print out some screenshots from my latest freaking web video and i send it to him and you guys know those freaking web videos can get a little freaking you got to pay top billing for that so the the fact that I'm sending him free photos is, is enough. Um, but I'm also telling him how much I love his freaking music, how much he, he's inspired me. And that if, if, if I don't freaking get to meet him soon, I'm going to send him a freaking batch of brownies. God bless you. Thank you. Sandy, the same man, Fargus, do you like freaking Eminem? And what's your favorite song? Uh, uh, no, I don't. My favorite song is uh, dude looks like a lady by Aerosmith. Last week, rental company U-Haul leveled a lifetime ban against a Brooklyn-based funeral home after discovering that they had been using their unrefrigerated trucks to store dozens of dead bodies, according to the New York Post. Andrew T. Cleckley Funeral Services in Flatlands made headlines after authorities uncovered the unsanitary storage methods being used by the funeral home during the COVID-19 pandemic. According to reports, neighbors and workers at nearby businesses notified authorities of a foul stench in the vicinity. U-Haul released a statement condemning the, quote, wrongful, egregious, and inhumane use of equipment. According to eyewitness reports, workers were seen sweeping a clear liquid out of the back of one of the trucks. New York State Health Commissioner Dr. Howard Zucker said that the funeral home would likely face, quote, fines and suspensions. So for Weakers and Tweakers and for the panel, geez louise, let's take it to a roundtable panel discussing. And I'm going to focus on one thing in this story. What is this freaking clear liquid that they are squeegeeing, dripping slowly out of the back of the truck? Sandy the Sandman Farkas. Uh, yeah, I mean, the obvious one uh, that comes to freaking mind, it must be a, a type of uh, freaking s*** without any uh, freaking sperm in it. That's, that's what comes to my mind. Uh, and then what with the presence of that freaking liquid uh, around freaking dead bodies says about their freaking practices, uh, you know, that's not for me to freaking say. Maybe Doug Jordan would have a, something to say about this. Yes, Doug Jordan, enlighten us, please. We need to know. 
Uh, well, I'm, I'm not really too familiar with uh, dead bodies or fluids that are secreted from them after they die. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm going to turn. I, I, I'm hopeful here and I, and I wish that, you know, it, maybe they just dumped a bunch of bleach uh, and they were just they were bleaching the freaking truck. And then that's that's the freaking liquid that was coming out. Or it could be, you know, what Sandy said, where it was freaking it was without any freaking sperm in it. Tadia Richard, thoughts? Yeah, so this is coming from my medical freaking background as an clearly almost doctor. Um, what The body only holds so much freaking sweat, tears, and urine uh, throughout your entire lifetime. And when you die, you secrete that uh, blood, sweat, and urine out of your body, and it all just comes out at once. So should they have been storing that in the U-Haul fridge? I don't know. Um, and if that's not it, it's probably some freaking uh without any sperm. And is it possible that these bodies experienced rigor mortis? And in that, in their rigor, got hard as the freaking dickens, as they freaking say. And maybe one of the dead bodies reached over and grabbed the other dead bodies with its rigor mortis on its freaking trouser area and played with it until an explosion occurred. And maybe that happened dozens of times. And the liquid that was produced that seeped out of the back of the truck was that of, yep, you freaking guessed. Dead body f Last week, a 30-year-old singer-songwriter Katie Groves died, according to E! News. Katie, who resided in Nashville, was best known for her songs This Little Girl, Oh Darling, Forget You, and Love Actually. Although the specific cause of death is still unknown, her brother Cody assured fans that neither foul play nor self-harm were involved. According to Spin, Katie and Cody had previously lost brothers Casey and Kelly in 2007 and 2014, respectively. So, geez louise down on my knees, Casey, Kelly, Katie, and Cody. And and now there was, and then there was one. And the, does Cody have to worry? Because Casey and Kelly and Katie are all dead now. And things come in threes. And maybe he was doing it because maybe he's the reason that Katie freaking died. Because he was worried that he'd be freaking next. And he said, I don't want this. I don't want to go into that cold, dark night. I'm going to be proactive. Take a look inside myself, see what I'm capable of. And then unleash a violence f deep from within upon my own sister. Is that possible? And how freaking likely is it? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and step in and just say this is a, you know, I, I do agree with you. I think it's entirely possible. Everything you just said. This kind of sounds like that movie Final Freaking Fantasy, um, where everybody in this family is just destined to freaking die. And he probably saw that death coming. And here's the here's the problem, though, because if you watch the end of Final Fantasy, everybody it, freaking death comes for us all. So freaking uh, Cody freaking Groves, uh, get ready because you're you're probably freaking next. Uh, yeah, there's a couple things that I want to freaking uh, touch on. Obviously, freaking the freaking Groves were freaking were freaking power siblings. From Casey to freaking Kelly to Katie, and then last but not freaking least, freaking Cody. I mean, the freaking freaking Groves were just a freaking. I mean, you can't freaking describe them in any other word other than freaking boss. Imagine the freaking Baldwins. But but basically, freaking Alec, Daniel, and Billy all freaking die, and you are stuck with freaking Stephen Baldwin, and he is the freaking person at the end of freaking Final Fantasy. Uh, start. And he's being played by freaking Devin freaking Sawa. Uh, and, yep, you freaking guessed it. Mm, he goes the way of the freaking Dodo, just the way that everyone else does. And then we live in a world where there are no freaking Baldwins. And and, and freaking, you can freaking sue me or freaking put me up on a freaking cross, but that's not a world I want to freaking live in. Yeah, God bless it. Love the freaking Baldwins. And I loved freaking Casey, Kelly, Katie, and Cody. And now I only love Cody, because he's the only one left. 
Doug Jordan, what is your favorite Katie Groves song? Uh, what, uh, One of the know. ones that's not on the list, Doug. I, you know, I, I never even, I've never even freaking heard of her, uh, to be completely honest with you. And Jesus uh, I, Christ, I do. Th- I think it's suspicious that yeah, freaking- Doug, I'm a, Doug, Doug, that's enough. I'm going to freaking stop you right there. What is your favorite Stephen Baldwin movie? You know, I, because there's so many of them, I, uh, I get them confused. One that's not on the list, Doug. That there's no Stephen Baldwin movies listed on the sheet. Perfect. You just got to name one. Just name one Stephen Baldwin. Uh, uh, Encino Man. That was one of them, right? No, he's not in that. No. Which one? No. You were thinking of Biodome, but you can't say that one now. You got to say a different one. Was that Stephen Baldwin in Biodome? Yeah. I thought that was Billy. What? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. He must have been in that one. That's Alec Baldwin. You know, they all, they're all kind of similar. So, you know, Steven, Alec, Billy. Not Steven, Steven's a different one. Yeah, they're they're all similar except Steven, who is completely different. And they're all similar in intellect and looks except Steven, who is completely different. He does his own thing. He flies by the seat of his own trousers. If he's wearing them, and 90% of the roles that he took, he wasn't wearing any. There was a movie I saw where he wore a diaper the whole time, and God bless him. I think it was called um, Usual Suspects. Last week, a case study published in a medical journal revealed that a woman's breast implant saved her life after being struck by a bullet, according to ABC7. In 2018, a woman was struck by a bullet while walking down a Toronto, Canada street. According to the report, the woman felt a sharp pain in her chest, and when she looked down, she noticed blood. Upon arrival at a local emergency room, physicians discovered that the woman had been struck by a bullet, and the silicone implants had stopped the bullet from possible contact with vital organs. Neither the suitor nor the firearm was ever identified in the suiting. So, geez louise, down on my knees, I want to take this to a roundtable panel discussing. What other augmentations could be used to save one's life? Doug Jordan, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. And for weakers and tweakers out there, we have momentarily lost Tadia Richards. But he'll be back. There's just probably a lot of sex shows going on at his freaking sex freaking prostitution dungeon. Uh, yeah. So the question is, what other augmentations could be used to save one's life? You know, uh, maybe some sort of a microchip implanted in somebody's brain uh, that makes them smarter. And if if they were about to be, uh, you you know, they, they said, you have to answer this question right now. Or, or we're going to have to kill you. And they know, because they have the microchip in their brain, they can freaking answer it immediately. Wait a minute. Doug, what, how would a freaking micro dick make anyone smarter? No, I said mic, I said microchip. Pretty sure you said micro dick. Well, actually, so geez louise down on my knees, I think actually a freaking micro dick actually could help make you freaking smarter. Because geez louise, if you are spending less time thinking about the things that men think about when they start getting freaking frisky and start freaking playing with themselves, because you because it only takes you about three seconds to play with yourself because you got a freaking micro tiny little Johnson. And so the time that it takes to freaking play with yourself is much smaller. The time that it takes to get freaking aroused is much shorter because of how short the freaking Johnson it is is itself. So I think that perhaps if you did get a micro freaking you could actually be quite smarter. Doug Jordan Circle gets the square. Yeah, but I said microchip. Well, how is that a freaking augmentation? Well, because it's in play. You don't have your normal brain. You, you, it's a microchip. It's, a, it's, it's an, it's a, ma- it's an enhancer. It makes you freaking smarter because it's loaded with freaking computer data. Uh, Circle then doesn't get the square. Doug Jordan, you are down one. And Tadia is up twelve. Ta- Thank you. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. By the way, Tadia is rejoined. Tadia, the question is, what other augmentations can be used to save one's life? 
So what you basically want to do is kind of the same idea what this woman did, except instead, obviously, as men, we don't want to get freaking boobies. Uh, so what you're going to want to do is just put steel plates in your freaking forearms, kind of like Wonder Woman, but might as well just put them right in underneath the skin. So when a bullet freaking comes at you, you just put your arm up in front of your face really quick and bullets freaking deflect off your arm. Perfect. Circle gets the freaking square. Thank you. I was also thinking of Prince Albert freaking piercing that you could use Let's say there is a fire in your apartment and your house is burning down and you see, oh, look at that. The telephone wire is attached to the side of your house or the power line. And you know, if you were to jump out of your third story apartment, you would fall and die. But if you attach the Prince Albert that is at the end of your teeny weeny to the freaking power line and zip line down hanging from whence it began, you would be saved. No fire, no fall, no foul. Sandy, go ahead. I was going to say, why, why would you need a Prince Albert for that? Why, why couldn't you just, you know, grab a necktie or, you know, maybe a, some rope that you have laying around and, and use that instead of taking your, your dangly Johnson and, and flailing it over a power line? I just feel like that, that would hurt. Not, not everybody has freaking rope laying around like you do. And also, Doug, the friction that was created from freaking zip lining would cause the freaking rope or necktie to fray and split. And then you would be, you would be where you were, falling f- to your freaking death. And obviously, some of us, that's what we want. Some of us want to go into that cold, dark night. But for those of us who want to live, a Prince Albert made of metal that you could attach along to the top of the freaking telephone wire and safely swing down to safety would be the best it's oasin. Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas, and that's down two now, Doug. Circle doesn't get the square twice. Uh, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, what other augmentations could be used to save one's life? I have uh, freaking two floating around my head. Um, number one is an easy freaking microchip. Uh, it can be put into your freaking brain and make you freaking significantly freaking smarter. Maybe when a freaking bullet is coming your way, you can use the brain power that the freaking microchip offers to make it fall to the ground and not hit anything. Maybe you could you could use the, the, your, the microchip in your brain to move the freaking bullet away from you. Uh, and then number two on my freaking list uh, would be a freaking micro dick. Uh, it could be, if you usually, if you're used to having a freaking long, freaking dangly freaking Johnson, and if, and, 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 and people are oftentimes freaking shooting at your freaking, uh, freaking, freaking crotch region, uh, maybe if you're freaking suture that thing up a little bit, and freaking, maybe just get rid of all your freaking shaft and just have your freaking tip come right out of your freaking, uh, freaking, uh, balls, uh, then the freaking bullet comes freaking whizzing by and freaking, no. No harm, no, no harm, no freaking foul. Excuse me, freaking no harm, no freaking foul. Yeah. No harm, no freaking foul. Because you have a freaking, because you're the proud owner of a brand new freaking micro dick. And a freaking microchip. It's perfect. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Absolutely freaking perfect. Circle gets the freaking square. What about freaking getting a freaking Botox in your freaking lips? And you're freaking on a freaking boat. And the boat's going down. It's got a hole in the bottom. It's sinking fast. And geez louise, down on my knees, you take your favorite freaking belongings. And you throw them over freaking board. And you jump off the boat. And you freaking use your giant freaking Botox hilarious freaking lips to freaking motorboat your way back to safety back to shore and then geez louise down on my knees you get to a freaking desert island and you have no freaking shelter and instead you use your freaking giant lips to cover your whole freaking body because because the botox makes them stretchy as the freaking dickens and you just freaking pull them over your freaking head and hunker down is that freaking possible? I would say, um, if I could, that circle probably gets a square for that answer. That was a really good, a really good answer. Yeah. 
Last week, a five-year-old boy was pulled over by Utah State Police while driving to California to purchase a Lamborghini, according to BuzzFeed News. The arresting officer, Lieutenant Nick Street, initially thought he had come across an impaired driver cruising at 32 miles an hour in a 70-mile-per-hour zone while patrolling Interstate 15. After signaling the vehicle to stop, Street found a small child in the front seat in tears with both feet on the brake. According to the officer's report, the boy said he was trying to drive to California to buy a Lamborghini. But upon searching the child, Street found only $3 in the boy's wallet. No charges have been filed against the boy's parents, both of whom were at work at the time. So, geez louise down on my knees, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, please freaking take it away. The floor is yours. Uh, uh, yeah, first of all, absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but if I were freaking Lieutenant Nick Street, I would take another look at this freaking small child, so to speak. Uh, because my father oftentimes used the uh, the defense that he was, in fact, just a small child. Um, for some of you wiggers and tweakers out there who aren't aware, my freaking father is a freaking uh, 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 unfortunately, some of those genes are passed on to me. Uh, however, not in, uh, how do I say it, uh, not in freaking full effect. But, yeah, oftentimes, uh, my, my father would get pulled over, freaking drunk as a freaking dickens, and he would often tell the police officer that he and I were, in fact, freaking brothers. I would be actually five years old, and he would be a much older gentleman. Uh, and we, he would say that we were between freaking brother. He was going to turn the car around and drive right back to freaking mom and dad's house. And, uh, and, and so, I, if I, if I were freaking Lieutenant Nick Street, I would have, I would have known a little uh, thing or two, and I would have put this freaking kid in freaking cuffs and put them in the back seat of the car and maybe even free and and brown free maybe even freaking throw them in a freaking cell yeah maybe he should be tased doug jordan would you take the chance on tasing a small child if you would make you a hero cop like lieutenant dick street no, I, I don't think that I would tase a, a, a small child if, if I thought it was a small child uh, and not a, a little person. You know, that, that that is a good point, though, that, that Sandy brings up that I didn't think about it, is that it, it could have been a freaking little man pretending to be a five-year-old child. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe I would tase him. I, I don't know. I, I guess I would have to, have to see if he had maybe any facial hair or, or maybe he was had any facial hair. I, I don't really know. Tough call to make as a cop. My, my father couldn't grow freaking facial hair. Yeah. Yeah, it's smooth as the freaking baby's freaking bottom. Well, there's got to be a way to test uh, to see if, if a person is a five-year-old or or, or just a, a little person. Yeah, tase them. You tase them. If they pass out from the pain, you know they're a child. It's obvious. If they stand there like a freaking brick wall and don't freaking fall to the ground, you know that they're a Yeah, yeah, and that's the funny thing. These freaking tiny little guys are like freaking ants. They can lift easily freaking 10 times, 12, 20 times their freaking weight. They're little sturdy people, and the thing is you can't knock them over. Their center of gravity is so perfect because they're little, they're like little boxes with feet and little fat sausage fingers and you try to push them and they just don't go they just don't go anywhere they were using actually and and I found a coffee mug recently uh, well before this whole covid-19 pandemic on freaking line and the coffee mug was utilizing that technology to to make a coffee mug that wouldn't tip over using freaking technology mimicking the center of gravity that the it has to make a coffee mug absolutely freaking hilarious and where does this freaking tiny little get off thinking he could buy a freaking lamborghini for three dollars teddy Risher, how much does a freaking lamborghini go for could you fact check it i will check that out and while Tady is freaking fact-checking that, Doug Jordan is one of your tiny little freaking model cars. Does it happen to be a Depending Lamborghini? Depending on what model you get a Lamborghini, a 2020 Lamborghini can get you anywhere from $207,000 to $417,000. So uh, kid's a certified idiot, should probably have tased him anyway. Yeah. 
Get his freaking mind right. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. This has been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode. But before we leave you, we have a new weekly segment that we debuted last freaking week. It's called Our Week's Guide to Making a Freaking Difference. So, geez louise, down on my knees, last week we talked about how to help kids learn from home. And because we utilize the eight category systems analysis, which the first one being food, the second being shelter, the third being clothing, the fourth being toilet, the fifth being cars and motorcycles, the sixth being sports, the seventh being geography, and the eighth being miscellaneous, which we all know is freaking sex, we made, we made a big freaking difference. A lot of a big freaking difference with children and people wanting to help them. This week we are going to focus on something that hasn't been done yet and I don't know why with all of this COVID-19 freaking crisis nobody has thought to organize a freaking benefit concert so without further freaking ado we are going to use employ the freaking eight category systems analysis to basically explain how you one could put on a freaking great hilarious freaking benefit concert raise a ton of money to get this thing solved and let us move on with our freaking lives before we move on uh, Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas can you explain what what the freaking eight category systems analysis does. Uh, yeah, it would be a freaking honor. Uh, the eight, the eight systems freaking, excuse me, freaking drunk. Uh, the eight systems, this is a new weekly segment. Uh, this is, uh, this is our week's, the eight systems category, geez Louise, the eight, this is kind of making a difference. This is our week's kind of making a difference, uh, about benefit concerts. Um, and the, this is the eight category systems analysis. Uh, which is a freaking perfect, which is an absolutely freaking perfect system, and the outcomes that we reach uh, within this freaking analysis are de- are are, def- are finite and finished and correct. It's perfect. Uh, th- thank you very much, Sandy. That was perfect. Thank you. Um, so the first one is food. I'll take it away. Every good benefit concert has to have good food, and this is going to mean bringing. The, some of the best foods around barbecue baked beans and ribs and barbecue ribs and barbecue freaking egg salad and ziti and corn freaking dogs Doug Jordan corn dogs with mustard but also corn dogs with ketchup inside of them and it's gonna have chili cheese dogs and it's gonna have freaking my favorite which is funnel freaking cakes don't know what they are don't know what they're freaking made of they're absolutely freaking delicious so geez louise down on my knees you're gonna have to call all these people bring them on down to the freaking benefit concert and all the money yep you freaking guessed it goes to freaking charity help fight the COVID-19 freaking crisis so that being said number two is freaking shelter shelter will go to freaking Sandy the Sandman freaking Fargus uh, so what you're going to need, obviously, here is a freaking pavilion or, or a freaking stage or a, uh, a, a, big, a big field where they usually hold freaking festivals. But in the worst case scenario, we all live in a freaking hobo village and the shelter here are shacks. And the freaking stage is nothing but a freaking mud pit, maybe even the freaking toilet we use. And instead of freaking barbecue, freaking funnel cakes, maybe we, we're, they're serving freaking squirrels on a stick. And kids are freaking buying them for freaking wooden nickels and freaking chopping at their freaking heads while freaking high Hiding underneath the freaking and in a freaking teepee is the freaking sounds of whatever horrible freaking instruments we have left permeate throughout the freaking the village. Yeah, it's beautiful. Tadia Richer, we're gonna go to three. That's clothing. 
Yep. Uh, so kind of building off of what Sandy said, if the worst does happen in the middle of this freaking benefits concert, let's say you're watching freaking Katie Groves and she's up there freaking playing a song uh, and, and it all goes to hell. You want to be absolutely prepared for the freaking squirrel villages that we're about to set up. Uh, so you're going to be wanting, you're going to want to wear every single article of clothing you have at this concert, every winter coat, every piece of underwear, every sock, every shirt, pants, you name it. If you've got it in your closet, put it on. Also bring your freaking uh, thing that holds the pistol. What's that called, Doug? Holster. Yeah. You don't want to bring a holster for all the guns you're going to bring. Absolutely freaking hilarious. And then Doug, because he loves this category, he asked for it. He begged me for it. And it took some time convincing, but I finally let him have it. Doug Jordan for Toilet. Uh, you know, t- usually at a benefit concert or, or a festival, there would be a bunch of porta potties, and maybe there would be some hand sanitizer outside of them to keep people safe from the the COVID nineteen. But if it's in the weird future that with squirrel meat and everything, uh, probably just a pit. There's probably just a pit for everybody to, to pee and poop into. Circle gets the square. Yeah, it's a stage. Number five, cars and motorcycles. And geez, Louise, down on my knees. We went over this last week. There are no cars. There are no motorcycles. But there are still motorcycle gangs, and they're made up of the children that ride the child horses and the adults that ride the adult horses. And weakers and tweakers, remember, the horses are actually were actually once people, outcasts of this already impoverished society that we trained and, and disallowed from walking on all two feet, and they were forced to walk on all fours, and they were forced to eat from a trough, and they their favorite food is apples, and they love freaking hay. And they poop right on the ground. They don't wear a lick of freaking clothing. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, we are going to be showing up in droves on these things. We will show up ready for the concert, riding these things, and they are going to be hot rotting them because and they'll they'll have some freaking squirrel freaking tassels along the side some of them will have freaking hilarious freaking flames drawn on the side of their bodies their legs will now be short and stumpy after years and years of inbreeding that make them perfect for riding a top and those legs will be some of them will be sporting tattoos or branding most likely with uh, maybe a hot iron the name of the rider branded upon the side of the thigh of one of these horses, which is actually once a person, but now it is a means of transportation. And you imagine a freaking great freaking benefit concert. Can you imagine showing up without a freaking army of freaking horses to freaking sit on top of to watch? And the people riding them will have handlebar mustaches and freaking hilarious freaking leather, squirrel leather freaking vests that they will be wearing with the names of the different gangs written on back. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, six sports. Uh, yeah, uh, before I go to sports, obviously, I'd like to, uh, it was my job to do shelter earlier, and I, uh, and, and, and you brought up a good point, which is the freaking horse, uh, the horses, the horse people uh, that we all ride uh, in this freaking uh, futuristic uh, freaking scenario. scenario. Uh, obviously, we'll, build, we need, we'll need to build a freaking stable uh, for these for these horse people, uh, where you can freaking go ahead and chain up your horse and know that it will stay there until you're done with the freaking concert, and there will be apples for them to eat and freaking carrots to freaking put up their ears, and, uh, and they will stay until you're ready to freaking mount them once again. Uh, as for sports, um, this is a freaking concert. As, um, sports has no freaking place here. Yeah. 
or hacky sex made out of freaking old squirrel hides. That, that could be one. But may, maybe that's yeah. not a sport. That's, that's a, a great one. Yeah. Or maybe this is a freaking sport. One of those freaking dunk tanks. Uh, it's a dunk tank and you get someone like freaking Doug Jordan uh, to sit on the freaking seat and people freaking hurl freaking wadded up squirrel balls at them. And if they freaking hit the freaking mark and freaking Doug gets freaking fully freaking dunked and he's freaking doused in water. And in this scenario, I feel like Doug Jordan would be dressed like a clown. And not just for this event, but as the clothing of his choice. In order to keep himself from being turned into a horse, he has to become a jester. And there will be many jesters, but many of the jesters will fail at their job and become a horse. Tadia Risher, where will this take place? Geography. So uh, it will take place probably somewhere right in the middle of the freaking Mojave Desert, um, where the only place where you can fit that many freaking people into one area. And there's going to be several stages. But I've said prior that uh, during the freaking squirrel apocalypse, um, we're going to be freaking separated into different countries by state. But this Mojave Desert concert will be its own nation. And they'll be split into five different factions, Fans of Casey, fans of Kelly, fans of Katie, and fans of freaking Cody, and also the horse people. So you're going to see a lot of freaking back and forth between that faction of people. Absolutely freaking hilarious. <laughs> and geez Louise down on my knees. We all know that the side that we want to be on is the Cody side, the survivors. Yeah. Those that don't go down without a fight. Those that will sacrifice their own brethren for the greater good, their own survival. Horse people might have it together, too. Yeah, they're tough. Yeah. Tough little turkeys. And Doug might be the, the freaking outlier. Doug, the outlier, would be would be known as the one who speaks with horses. Uh, though he is not a horse himself, he, is, he has been seen spending quite a bit of time with the freaking horse people. And we, they, and we constantly are going, Doug, when Doug isn't getting freaking doused with wa- water at the freaking dunk tank, he's spending his time at the stable. And we keep going, Doug, you realize there's a freaking concert going on. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you look, listen, listen to the music? And he said, oh, I'm fine. And we go, Doug, you can't, you're not, you can't just hang out in the freaking stable all day. Uh, yeah. I just want to bring something up. We're talking about people evolving from from humans into horses. Uh, Don't you think that evolutionary process would probably take hundreds of years, so I would probably be dead by then? Doug, we just call them horses. They're still sort of people. They're just a different version of person, but there aren't any real horses left, so we have to ride this version of people that are now called horses. The word means a different thing in the future. You're getting it all jumbled. Well, I I thought you guys talked about how their bodies elongate and their faces get all demented their faces or elongate. Like that. Dog, yeah. dog, dog. There are only two living creatures left on Earth in this scenario. The freaking people and the freaking squirrels. Well, and women. Women, but they have moved to a, to like a whole separate freaking island where everything is freaking beautiful and, and everyone loves each other and, and they have left us. But we, can, we learn to get on without them. That's why we're having a benefit concert. Okay, yeah, then I guess I'd be alive. Of course you would. He's a jester. Uh, Doug Jordan bringing up the freaking rear as per freaking usual. Miscellaneous, which everyone knows means sex. Talk about sex. Who's going to uh, be having it? Who's going to be having it? Who's going to be freaking touching? What, what kind of touching is going to be going on at this freaking concert? Mind you, there are no women. Uh, well, yeah, it's a festival, uh, so everybody would probably be playing with themselves, I guess, and, and watching each other freaking play with themselves. Circle gets the square. Good answer. I got to tell you, there's going to be so much playing with oneself that you're actually going to watch more people play with yourself. And this is a rare situation for this to happen. You're going to watch more people play with themselves than you're going to be able to actually play with yourself. And that is when the freaking real money starts getting raised, if, if you know what I mean, weakers and tweakers. 
Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, thank you so much for freaking listening. This has been another great freaking show. We love you so freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. We gotta get rid of that clock. I don't want it in my house anymore. See, that's what Sandy said that last week, and you argued with him. And when you were drunk, you were the one who said, let's put the trunk, the trunk, the freaking clock back in your trunk when it was out in the front yard of freaking Sunjay's house at the freaking barbecue candlelight vigil. Yeah, but I, I don't want... Yeah. I, the clock is the least of your worries. I just think if we get rid of the clock, then Larry will follow it. I don't know where we got to put it. Maybe in the woods somewhere. You can bring it to my apartment. I'll, I'll, I'll happily take yeah. it, Larry. Yeah, Larry can make everybody a lot of freaking money if put to the right use.